You are listening to the weekly podcast from Journey Christian Church. For more information about Journey, please check out our website at journeychristian.com. We are a community of fully devoted disciples of Jesus who reach out to love our neighbors, serve the hurting, and develop leaders for ministry. We're rolling out some new things today because we're calling it Vision Sunday. Turn to your neighbor and say, Vision Sunday. Oh, that was a test. Y'all are rocking and rolling. I love it. I love it. Hey, Lake County and everybody online, want to welcome you. So glad that you are here and uh, just excited that you're here. If this is your first time here or maybe you consider yourself a guest, so honored that you're here. And we don't do this this often. Um, this message is going to be for anybody, but today's going to be a little bit more of a, a family meeting. So if you consider Journey your church home, that's who I'm speaking toward today as we're talking about Vision Sunday. Again, hopefully it lands on everybody, but we're gonna kind of have a family meeting today. My goal today is I wanna answer, ask and answer three different questions. First question is this, where are we? How did we get here? And where are we going? So let's start off. First question, where are we? I, I think these three questions, especially this one, I think these are very good questions that any leader should ask, anybody that is uh, trying to do something in their life, anybody that's in a marriage, anybody that's a business person, you should always ask the question, okay, where am I? Am I more faith-filled or am I faithless right now? Am I more encouraged in this season or am I discouraged? Are things working or are things not working? I think we need to ask ourselves every now and then, where, where am I? You see, if we don't know where we are, there's a really good chance we're not gonna be able to go where we wanna go if you don't even know where you're at. Y'all with me? If you can't identify what season your marriage is in, how are you gonna take it to the next level? So before we can talk about vision, before we can figure out where we are going, we need to ask ourselves, where are we? And I think this is what we should do in our personal lives as well. So that's a great question, where are we? Well, for the past several years, we've been praying and preparing for revival. And I believe what God did in 2023 was just a sneak peek of him answering many of your prayers. What I wanna do is I wanna share and celebrate some 2023 wins with you. And there is nothing dignified about our church. You, you can celebrate however you want. You can stand on your chair. You can do cartwheels. You can clap. I don't care what you do, but I want you to show some energy as we share and celebrate some of these. Lake County, same thing with you online, especially if you're alone at a treadmill. I just want you right there in the gym just to go crazy as we celebrate this. So last year in 2023, we averaged 2,081 total people in person attendance. And you may not have a clue. You're like, well, I don't know. I get, uh, with all these numbers, you're like, I have no idea. I didn't know if there were 5,000 or if there was 50. I have no idea. I don't count. So just, I'm gonna put everything into context. So we had 2,081 people. That was a, an increase of 486 people year over year, or another way of saying it, there was a growth of 31% in 2023. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. We saw this pretty much in every area of ministry, including our next gen and journey kids and journey students, both at Apopka and Lake County. We've just seen growth in almost every area. Speaking of Lake County, we saw incredible growth in Lake County. Last year, we averaged 261 people. To put that into context, the previous year, we averaged 189 people in Lake County. That's an increase of 38%. Isn't that cool? Love it. 
Lake County, we, uh, you just need to know, we are so excited. God is stirring something in Lake County. God is using you. And we're gonna get to a little bit more of that here in a minute. Uh, the amount of people serving, we saw 747 people serve in, uh, one, on one of our dream teams, meaning on one of our ministry teams. And that's an all time high number. And so, and, and apparently y'all don't care about volunteers serving their time and that's okay. You know, we don't need to clap for them. It's, no, it's okay. It's okay. You know. I'm just kidding, yes. So 747 people, these are people that are volunteering their time to help introduce you, serve you, serve your kids, introduce you to, to, to the kingdom. They, they are uh, people parking what, no matter what the weather is. And, and I think serving is an incredible sign of growth. So to see us have 747 people, that shows the heart of you. And I love that. People in groups, we saw, yes. We saw 628 people in groups. To give you some context, that's an 85% increase in groups. Isn't that awesome? The reason that that is important is because as we've seen so many new people give their lives to Christ, get connected, the number one thing we wanna do, what Jesus has called us to do is to make disciples. And the way we do that is through groups. So the reason we get excited about that number is that means a lot of people that are giving their lives to Christ are immediately getting baptized so that they can live the rest of their life following Jesus and not just get stunted in their growth. And we love that. Yeah. Food for Life, we gave out 4,388 bags of groceries, which is the all-time high last year, which is absolutely awesome. Uh, about 18 months ago, I shared with you the 25 by 2025 vision, which was this. We were praying for 25 things to take place by the end of 20. 25. And one of the things that we talked about is we wanna have a mission partner on every inhabitable continent and the world. And we say inhabitable because we don't really care about Antarctica. God's not there, we're not gonna be there, okay? It's just way too cold, we all agree on that. And, and as we kind of begin to, I begin to pray for this. This is something I've been thinking and praying about for a long time. I begin to pray for this and what I didn't realize is we were only one continent off. We were, we were just not on the continent of Australia. And I begin to pray, God, would you raise up a mission partner on the continent of Australia? And what I didn't realize is as I was praying for that, God was whispering and stirring in a missionary here at Journey, which sounds great until you find out who it is. It's my daughter, okay? So no, you're misunderstanding the tone. You're not understanding. You're totally missing what I'm trying to say. My daughter is uh, 8,264 miles away from me right now. If we can get a map, this is where my daughter is, okay? So many of you know is that God had raised up my daughter. She's 18 and she feels called to be a missionary. So she felt called specifically before she knew about the vision to go to Australia. She read Acts 1-8 to go to the ends of the earth and she's accurate. Australia is the ends of the earth from where we stand right now. And now I'm praying that God would call her while she's in Australia to the ends of the earth, which would be right back here. 
and got, she's working with a mission organization called YWAM and she's been here, which is called the Gold Coast. She's been here very similar to Orlando. Gold Coast is a very touristy area. And what she's been doing for the past three or for the first three months while she was in Australia, by day she would be trained all day long on how to, how to uh, evangelize, how to tell people about Jesus. And then night and weekend, she would go out and do it. And it's right on the beach. She, she was specifically doing it through a surfing ministry. So she would surf and then tell people about Jesus. Really, really tough gig. And, and then a little less than a month ago, and all her preparation wasn't just to do it there. She knew she would be sent. She went from here to here. And this is a, a, a group of 900 islands called the Solomon Islands. And she is now currently on the Solomon Islands. And she, before she left, she said, hey, dad, I'm gonna be on the Solomon Islands at least 90 days. And um, there's no cell service. There's no texting. There's no anything. I won't be able to talk to you for 90 days. I rebuked her. I said, you come home right now. You're grounded. <laughs> so she's currently grounded, but she can't receive my text to know she's grounded. <laughs> so she is, is going from different islands, just telling people about Jesus. Yes. Yes. We have some photos of her. I was able to hear from her. Uh, her trip leader was able to send an email uh, notification out recently. And these are just some photos. She's just ministering to the people in the Solomon Islands. And the trip leader said that last week she was able to, in the marketplace, just share her testimony and tell people about Jesus. And then, and she's, they're just saying how bold she is with her faith. And, and then after that, she went into the hospital and went room by room and prayed over every patient and told them about the hope and love of Jesus. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that cool? And here's what I want you to know about this. In 2023, God used you. you, you this is you. There is a mission partner on every continent in the world because of you. There, we have mission partners on every continent doing this. She's not abnormal. We have them all over because of your prayers, because of your gift, because of your serving, because you are giving opportunities to do this. So now we are on every inhabitable continent sharing the hope and the love of Jesus Christ. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Love it. She did, she, she did send a quick thing. I said, I'm gonna you know, share a little bit about her. She said, hey, please tell everybody thank you. She said, um, she feels your prayers. She appreciates your prayers, your support. Many of you supported her with encouragement, prayers, finance. And she just is so grateful and just wanted you to know that and ask that you continue to pray for the people in both the Solomon Islands. And then when she's done there, she'll be there a total of 90 or 100 days. And then she'll go back to Australia for a little bit. So uh, serve day update. Last year, we saw 939 volunteers serve at 57 locations. Both of these are all-time highs, which is incredible. To put this into context, the previous year, we had 462 people volunteer at 20 locations, almost doubled year over year. Last year, we gave out 1,174 Bibles. Isn't that awesome? I'll tell you, I get fired up about this because there, there's multiple reasons. One, if people are one, cause we've never like just, we're not just handing them out. People are saying they want one and we're giving them one, which means you are hungry for more of God. And this is what I love. Isaiah tells us that every time the word goes out, it never returns void. It always accomplishes what I want it to accomplish. 
And so there are so many seeds of the word of God. And the other reason I love this is because I don't know about you, but every time I open the Bible, God does something with me. He encourages me. He gives me faith. Sometimes he slaps me. He does all kinds of things through the word of God. And instead of people saying, I wanna hear from God once a week in a sermon, they're saying, I wanna hear from God every day. Help me understand how to read the Bible. 1,174 Bibles, absolutely incredible. We saw 411 people get baptized, which is an all-time high here at Journey. Isn't that awesome? So good. Just to, to, again, we don't understand numbers. The previous high for baptisms in a year was 282. So we went from 282 to 411 because God is using you as you are taking next, next steps in your faith, as you are being bold to invite your friends and family and coworkers. On top of all that, we launched on-site licensed counseling. In 2023, we sent out four residents from our residency program, and we also launched Discover Your Journey. We did all that in 2023. That's what God did in and through you. Yeah, you can clap for that. That's okay. Hey, can I just, there's not going to be a lot more of this, but can we just have a rule of thumb? If you hear one person, just start because it's awkward for that one person. Just like, hey, listen, I see you. I don't want to clap, but I'm clapping now for you, not even what he said. So it's not awkward. That's great. That's great. So the question is like, like, how did all that happen? Why did all that happen? I think outside the kindness and the grace and the favor of God, I think the reason why we saw all that happen is because you are hungry for a move of God. And this is what I believe with all my heart. Hungry people always get fed. And you are showing up week after week hungry for more of God. You've been praying and preparing for revival and God has been answering your prayers. And if you don't hear anything else, listen, everything I just shared, I did not share that so that you, you think something of, of the staff or this or that. These are things of you. This is your church. This is how God is using you. And if you don't hear anything else, this is what you need to know. God is working in and through you. My daughter is a missionary that is 8,000 miles away. You are a missionary right here. God is using you. And, and I hope you understand just how massive he's using you in unprecedented ways. God is using you. And I don't know what that does for you. When I, when I get the idea or the thought that God might use me even just a little bit, it makes me wanna run through a brick wall. I'll do anything to help people meet Jesus. And you need to know that God is using you in a powerful way. This is what I think about the words from Paul in Philippians when I thank you. He says this, I, I thank my God every time I remember you. And all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I'm grateful for you. More than you know, I pray for you often. We made an infographic. If you did not receive one with some of those, some of you would like some of those numbers and everything, you get that both campuses at our Connection Center. But here's the deal. None of us get fired up about numbers. So what's, what's the deal with numbers? So here, here's what I want you to understand. Behind every number is a name. And behind every name is a story. And behind every story is someone that Jesus died for. And so that is why we care about numbers because they each represent a person, a person you've been praying for, somebody you care about, somebody you love, somebody you've been ministering to. And I don't have time to share all the stories. There's so many, but here's just a handful. First one I wanna share is Susan Borchert. 
She got baptized in 2023. She now serves on the connection team. She serves Food for Life on the Wednesday morning work crew, and she's an admin on our Thursday morning team. She took a next step in life group in 2023 and now is a part of an army of believers to strengthen her walk with Jesus every day. Alexis Edge first attended Journey on Christmas Eve 2022, and then she grew so much in 2023. She was baptized March 19th. She's invited dozens and dozens of people to Journey, and now she serves on a photography team. And to top it all off, she just jumped in to Rooted. As a matter of fact, she was just somewhere around here taking photos. If you see someone, there she is right here. Come on. Yes. Let's go. Like a good photographer, she just blended in. Tyler Rising was invited to journey in 2023 by a friend. He was then baptized on homecoming Sunday. He joined a Ruta group in the fall and then started serving on the Journey Kids Dream Team. April Condi, when she first came to journey, her family showed up because of an accidental text message sent to her phone by mistake. Isn't that awesome? So everybody take out your phone, just text a random number. Doesn't matter who, doesn't matter who. As we know, God doesn't make mistakes, amen? So, and this is what it says. So we now know that it was meant to be. She almost immediately signed up to serve at Summer Jam as a small group leader. She loved it so much, she decided to join our elementary dream team. April's always showing up to church with a car full of kids who aren't hers just because she wants them to hear about Jesus. Connor Reynolds was very uh, connected with Journey students and graduated from Lyman High School in 2023. He had options for college, but chose to attend UCF so he could stay connected at Journey. He attends every week and is an incredible leader serving on our Journey Kids Dream Team. And he says today that sticking around Journey through college is one of the best decisions he's ever made. No, no, those cool stories. I love it. So that's just a quick glimpse of where we are. So that, that we feel like God has given us some momentum, some momentum. So now that we have asked the question, where are we? The second question is, how did we get here? And I think this is a really important question for all of us to ask in our, in our own lives. If you're a leader of an organization, if you're a leader of anything, how did you get here? Most of the time we ask that question when something isn't working. And you get frustrated and you say, okay, well, how did we get here? The business isn't working. The marriage isn't working. This relationship isn't working. How did we get here? I would tell you, I think it's just as important to ask that same question when things are working. So what we wanna do is every year, every six months, I wanna go, okay, where are we? And, and how did we get here? And here's, here's what I believe with all my heart. As you can see, we're wearing these shirts, our staff. Today, we're celebrating our 55th anniversary of a church. As you saw in the video with Jody Denon, uh, it's 55 years of, of journey. So here's what's been going on for 55 years. For 55 years, there have been people that most of us don't know, will never know and never meet that have been steady plotting for us to be where we're at today. A way I would say it is this, one of the reasons we're here is through 55 years of faithful sowing. And we are reaping what many people have long before have sowed here. Over the past 55 years, people stepped out in faith and they gave sacrificially. They gave of their time as they served. They gave of their finances as they gave. They gave of their hearts as they prayed and they gave of their words as they encouraged. Like I, it baffles me how we even have the facilities that we have. Like when we were, like in that video, when we went from Lakeview in a small neighborhood church to this, do you understand the vision that they had to have? This is a massive property. They built a 900 seat auditorium when they weren't even 900 people. 
Do you know how much money that took, how much faith that took, how much risk they took just to see the kingdom of God advance? And I look back, we are standing on the shoulders of those who have gone before us. I love it. You wanna know how we got here. We are, we are eating fruit. We are seeing fruit from seeds we did not plant. It is so important for us to know. We are seeing fruit from seeds we did not plant. And Jesus tells the disciples this. In John 4, he says this. He said, I sent you to reap what you, what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. Wait a minute, pastor. Are you saying that we, we're not working hard? Are you saying we're not planting? No, 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 no. I think there's three reasons we're seeing what we're seeing. I think the first one is we are, we are eating fruit from seeds we did not plant. And I think it would be foolish for us to think otherwise. But here's the second thing. I think we're seeing fruit from seeds we did plant. I think you've been praying. I think you've been giving. I think you've been serving. I mean, we're seeing it in the numbers, record of all these things. I, I think you've been uh, so faith-filled to invite people to our Bring a Friend Sundays. Like God, you have, been plant, you have been planting and sowing and we are seeing fruit from your faithfulness. That's what we're seeing. And then the third thing that gets me really excited is I think there are so many seeds that you've planted that we haven't seen fruit from yet. I think there are so many prayers, there's so much giving, there's so much serving, there's so much encouragement, there's so much of everything that you've been faithfully plotting and we've not seen anything. It's still underground, it's still in fertile soil, God's still watering it and next week, next month, next year, next decade, we're gonna see fruit from that but we haven't yet. And I don't know about you but that gets me fired up. Yes. Help her out, help her out. Yeah, right. We're not, it's not over yet. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> Listen, we're not even close. I got 30 more minutes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you didn't hear him, that was the awesomest thing. He says it's not over yet. Yeah. <laughs> See, he's been trained to think they only clap when it's over. It's not over, okay? <laughs> so the first question is, where are we? The second question is, how do we get here? The third question is, where are we going? This is the vision piece. We have a saying around here, if you don't see it before you see it, you're never gonna see it. So we wanna figure out where are we, how do we get here, and God, where are you taking us? This is what we wanna be very cautious of, and I'll tell you in your life, there's a difference in praying, God, would you come to me and get in on what I'm doing, versus God, can I get in on what you're doing? And what we wanna do is not say, God, come to us, come to us, come to us, we, we, we need you, we, we wanna say, God, where are you going, where is the Holy Spirit moving, how can we get in on that? And so what we've been doing through prayer is we've been putting our ear to the ground, trying to hear and listen where the Holy Spirit is moving. And what we wanna do is we sense God moving in certain areas and we wanna say, okay, God's moving there. We wanna get in on what he's doing. If you don't see it before you see it, you're never gonna see it. Listen, 2023 was incredible. The past 55 years have been incredible. But I don't know about you, but I am grateful, but I'm not content. Psalm 34, eight, taste and see that the Lord is good. We have tasted and seen the kindness of God. We've seen the grace of God. We felt the presence of God, but we, we, I don't wanna just stop there. We want more of God's presence in our marriages, in our homes, in our schools, in our neighborhoods, in our businesses. We want more of God, not less of God. We don't wanna just plateau with God. We're saying, God, we have tasted and seen and we want more and more of you. 
Many of you took your very first steps towards Jesus last year. And it's really important that you understand this. One, we celebrate you. But two, recognize that those were your first steps, not your final steps. We don't ever t- stop taking steps toward Jesus. When you and I learned to walk, we didn't take one step and then just, we were content with that. We learned one step and we said, oh, this is fun. I can get in a lot of trouble now. Watch this. They can't even keep up with me. They're too tired. Our vision statement here at Journey is Journey Christian Church is a community of fully devoted disciples of Jesus who reach out to love our neighbors, serve the hurting, and develop leaders for ministry. So I wanna just give you a glimpse of what could be and should be in 2024, what we're praying the vision of in these three areas, reach, serve, develop. So the first one is this, reach out to love our neighbors. One of the things that y'all have done, y'all created a lot of good problems for us as a staff. You've been, you've been doing so many, because you have been inviting friends, because you've been showing up, because you've been hungry, we're running out of seats in a lot of our services. We're, we're, we're needing to raise up more leaders for more groups. We got a lot of good problems and I love it. And so one of the things that we know is if we wanna reach more people, if we wanna reach more families, more individuals, more young adults with the gospel, then we have to create more worship services to reach more people. So our prayer in 2024 is that we would add two additional worship services. And yeah, you can cheer for that. So I mentioned God Stern in Lake County. In Lake County, we are so excited for what God's doing in and through you. And I know you're excited. And so the first service that we're going to do is we are going to launch a brand new service, a third service in Lake County starting this Easter, Easter 2024. We're going to start a brand new service in Lake County. Come on. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, and I know, I know they are celebrating right now and we actually have a live feed of them celebrating right now. Yeah, that's so great. So Lake County, you just need to know we are celebrating with you. This is a one church, multiple locations. God is stirring and we are excited. So starting March 31st, these are our new service times, Lake County, we have 8.30, 10 and 11.30 to mirror our Popka Sunday service time. So Lake County uh, will be 8.30, 10, 11.30 starting March 31st. There is a ton of things to do to get ready for that. And we need to be encouraging Lake County. We need to be praying for Lake County. And Lake County, we are so excited for for you and there's so much, I'm sure you got a lot of questions, a lot to unpack. Pastor Russell's gonna come up and give you a lot more details to that, not just today, but in the coming weeks leading up to that, but we are fired up for you. So that's one of the services. Second service, some of you, you know, you're in a pop, you're like, what, what about us, you know? Like, first of all, everybody just calm down, okay? There's a lot of, <laughs> lot of, lot of frustration, right? everybody calm down. Second service we're gonna launch, it's gonna be in August uh, of 2024 here in the fall. We're gonna launch a Thursday night, 7 p.m. service here at our pop campus. And some of you might be asking, you're like, well, why Thursday? That seems random. Let me, let me explain a little bit. Let me unpack a little bit, okay? We live in one of the... Um, most hospitality friendly cities in the nation. We have theme parks, we have beaches, we have everything related to the hospitality industry with restaurants, hotels, and we are getting feedback that so many people that wanna come to church, but they work on the weekends. And what we wanna do is we wanna come alongside of them and give them, not just they can't come to Journey, they can't pretty much go to any church. 
And so we don't just see this as adding a service. We see this as a way to reach new people we've never would have been able to reach before by just tapping into a Thursday night service. And not just that, we're seeing a growing medical industry here in Central Florida. And I'm hearing a lot of things from the medical industry saying, hey, we work, we have shifts on Sunday. We can't make it no matter when it is. But when you have Thursday nights of worship and you have this and that, we always come because we're available. I actually know some nurses that they have their phone and when, they're, they're, when it's a little bit slow, they are watching online uh, live stream on a Sunday morning and they, and they love it. And so one of the things we wanna do is we wanna come alongside them we want to come alongside many of you that your kids are in travel sport teams and, and you're like, man, we'd love to come more, but we're really busy on the weekend or we go to the beach or we go to theme park, or whatever. And we want to say, great, we're going to create a Thursday night option for you and, and give you an opportunity to be able to worship, give you an opportunity to serve, give you an opportunity to be a part of a church body before the weekend even comes. Some of you are like, man, I just want to sleep in and Thursday night sounds good. Hey man, praise God, whatever it takes. So that's how we wanna reach out to love our neighbors. Second, wanna serve the hurting. Did you know that Journey Christian Church, that we as a church, we tithe 10% of everything we get to support our missionaries and mission partners around the world? So 10% of everything we give. So when we talk about all those stats, when we talk about our mission partners, your, your tithe, your generosity is going towards that. And I wanna share with you some of our new mission partners that we're partnering with. One is, the first one is with Fellowship of Christian Athletes or FCA. This is Lauren Metz. Lauren and her husband, uh, her husband's a coach, uh, the head football coach at Orangewood Christian School. Great couple, great family, love the Lord. She works for Fellowship of Christian Athletes and has to raise her own support. And what Fellowship of Christian Athletes does, um, she is going into schools right here in our community, right here in, in Central Florida. And she's going in, she's taking the love, the hope and the gospel of Jesus into these schools. And what we wanna say is not only are you a missionary here from our own church, we don't wanna just pray for you, encourage you, we want to financially support you because I don't know about you, but we need more of God in our schools, not less of God. Amen. Yes. And she is making that happen. And so we want to come alongside her and say, hey, we're with you and we're for you. When we talked about the 2025 vision, one of the things I mentioned was the Matthew 25 initiative. And really Matthew 25 initiative comes from Matthew 25 when Jesus says, I'm going to separate the sheep and the goats. And they say, well, how are you separating them? And then this is what he says. He says, for when I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger invite you in? When did we see you needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go visit you? The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers, and sisters of mine, you did for me. And so we just, we just begin to dream and go, okay, if Jesus listed six specific things, how cool would it be for us as a church just to checkmark each one of those? And so that's what we're doing. So here we go, feed the hungry. As, as you just saw, uh, we have partnered, not partnered, we have a ministry called Food for Life where we have given away the most groceries, uh, bags of groceries and food ever. Not only that, we have other food pantries and food banks that we support. And what we wanna do is find even more ways to get behind that. The second one is give water to the thirsty. So we began a partnership starting this year with the bucket ministry. 
This is what the bucket ministry is about. Our mission is to provide clean, safe drinking water and the living water to families living in under-resourced areas around the world. We give away long-lasting water filters and share the gospel in communities afflicted by clean water, scarcity, and, and spiritual darkness. Welcome the stranger. We were really close to finalizing a partnership with an organization that uh, fell through for different reasons. So I'm, I'm actually finalizing some things uh, with one or two partners. So that's kind of a to be determined that I'll circle back with you on. The next one, clothe the needy. We began a partnership with an organization called One Heart. One Heart was started, yes. Th- this group's fired up. Let me tell you why they're fired up. Let me tell you why they're fired up because Susan, uh, sorry, Stephanie Bowman started it. She, in 1999, got clean and sober because she graduated through steps. And we got a lot of step graduates right here. Come on. And when she graduated from steps, she started this organization called One Heart. And we've already been partnering with her during Serve Day. And we begin to fall in love with the ministry and what she's doing and who she is. And this is what they say. It says, we help individuals who are homeless or in times of transition by helping them meet their most essential needs. We help provide uh, access to food, clothing, school supplies, personal hygiene items, household items, and more. Our goal each and every day is that each and every person that interacts with one heart will not only receive the resources they need, but also feel a sense of hope. Isn't that cool? The next one is we're gonna come alongside caring for the sick with a new mission partner. We're gonna financially uh, and support Grace Medical. Grace Medical is right here in Central Florida, yes. If you're unfamiliar with Grace Medical, they're an incredible organization. This is what they say, to be a medical home reflecting the heart of Christ by offering the highest level of healthcare to those in our community who need it most. Our goal is to make sure all of our patients are not only medically healthy, but spiritually and emotionally healthy as well. Grace reflects the heart of Christ by offering the highest level of healthcare to low income and uninsured. Then the next one, visit those in prison. Many of you know about our partners with Al and Sue in the Jaya ministry. And their prison ministry and what they've done for decades has been unbelievable and how they now work with Steps and Hogar Crea and so many different people as they're transitioning and trying to, like Stephanie, turn their lives around is unbelievable. And what we wanna do is put fuel to their fire. And not only that, we're also working with, partnering with a couple other uh, prison ministries and we wanna be able to do what Jesus said. We wanna be able to care and visit for people when they are sick or in prison. And here's the deal, I don't know about you, but to be able to do those six things that Jesus specifically calls out, that gets me fired up. I get excited about that. So those are some of the new ways we wanna come alongside serving the hurting. And then the last one is develop leaders for ministry. The first thing we wanna do is we wanna open up a resource center at our Apopka campus. And what that means is um, I grew up with a Christian bookstore at my disposal. My family owns a Christian bookstore. And I just, I was blown away by the music, by the books, by the devotions, the Bibles. I just, I was always getting fed, but here's the problem. We don't see a lot of Christian bookstores anymore. As a matter of fact, my family is the only one I'm aware of in Central Florida. There's probably a couple more, but not that I'm aware of. It's just very difficult. So here's what I'm trying to bridge the gap of. There's an incredible amount of resources on how to help your marriage, how to, how to grow in your devotion life, how to uh, be an incredible businessman or woman. There's all these resources for you. We got a lot of hungry people, but they don't know the two. 
And what I wanna do is for us, for Journey to be the conduit that helps connect you with incredible resources that are out there and be able to say, hey, we wanna come alongside you as you're hungry and feed you. And so that's one of the things we're hoping that we can launch this year. Second thing that we wanna do is we wanna uh, potentially open up Journey University. And this is not a a legit uh, licensed, credited university. This university is for you, for lay people that say, hey, I'm hungry for more God. Sundays is great and I love groups, but man, I I wanna have specifically in the area of spiritual leadership, I wanna grow as a spiritual leader in a a greater way for my business, for my my school, whatever it is. And we have already done the curriculum, already working on it. And what we wanna do is potentially roll that out in the fall to be able to come alongside you. One of the reasons we wanna offer that is when you talk about developing leaders, there's really two ways you do that is hands-on experience and then actual training. And so we already have the hands-on experience. That's all the opportunities to serve, but we wanna give you as in-depth training to be able to know how to do it once you leave church. So we wanna be able to offer Journey University. The third thing in this area is to create ministry partners. We've seen incredible, uh, great results with our residency program. Our residency program is a program for uh, college graduates that feel called into ministry. But one of the things that we're seeing is we're also seeing a need for people that are 50 years old and up. We're seeing them, they have a heart for their local church, they love God, they have a heart for leadership and they have margin to do more. And what we're seeing is a rise of this and what we wanna do is create a residency program for 50 50 year olds and over to be able to say, hey, what does it look like to have people that we treat as staff, they come across like they're on staff, but they're volunteering eight or 10 hours or more and we train, we equip them and instead of unleashing them to the United States, we unleash them to our neighborhoods and to our ministry teams. And so we wanna be able to create ministry partners as well. So here's the question. That sounds like a lot, Pastor. (laughs) How in the world are we gonna do all of that? And I just wanna be upfront and and clear. I have no idea, okay? (laughs) So I don't have a clue. This is just what I believe, Proverbs 29, 18, without vision, the people perish. I think our dreams should be so big that they can't happen unless God steps in and makes them happen. That's what I believe. So we have two options, church. We can either fund the dream or dream of the funds. Our heart as a church is to increase our generosity. And we do that by giving up something we love, which is money for something that we love even more, which is people experiencing the life of Jesus Christ and the hope found in him. Our prayer is that everyone who calls Journey their church home would grow in their generosity journey. Last year, approximately 30% of people that called Journey their church home, 30% gave a dollar or more. So last year, 30% gave a dollar or more. Imagine if that percent just doubled, just six out of 10 people gave a dollar or more. Imagine what we can do. And what I'm asking is for all of us to take just one step in our journey towards generosity. Here's what that means. If you don't currently give anything, would you start giving something? If you currently give something, would you become a regular and consistent giver? If you are a consistent and regular giver, would you step up to the tithe challenge, which is where you give 10% of your income to the local church. If you're already a tither, would you pray about becoming 
an extravagant giver, someone that gives above and beyond the 10%. Church, can you imagine what we'd be able to do? Can you imagine? I'll be really candid. We did 31% more last year with less staff. We, we, anytime we lost a staff member, we didn't hire them back just so that we can right size the budget. And what I'm telling the staff is, I'm rolling out a big vision to do even more with even less. And so what I'm, what I'm praying and what I'm asking you is, would you come alongside and would you help fund the vision? Would you get behind the momentum that God, we believe God is doing so that we can reach more people with the hope and the gospel and the love of Jesus. Can you imagine the lives that we could impact if all of us just took one step, just took one step. A friend of mine told me just last week, he said, he said this, he said, if there's no money for the dream, it's no longer a dream, it's just a fantasy. We got a dream, we believe God's in it. We wanna stack hands and partner with you to see it become a reality. Journey, let me tell you this. I'm incredibly honored to be your pastor. You need to know that these are good days and I'm loving the journey. Let me pray for you. (laughs) Heavenly Father, God, we thank you God, I thank you for the fact that we don't have enough time to share all of what you did in 2023. We don't have enough time to celebrate all you've done the past 55 years. It's just too much. Your kindness and your grace and your favor is so big, we can only say thank you. And God, I pray, would you help us to grow in our generosity as a church? Would would you help us to take a step towards generosity? Would you give us the wisdom, the discipline, the obedience, the faithfulness, whatever it takes to be able to say, I wanna be about bringing up there down here. And so God, we do believe we have a, a vision and a dream that's chasing after where you're going. Would you bring the resources, the manpower when we launch two new services, the volunteers? Would you bring the actual people that don't have a current church home? Would you bring them? And then would you bring the resources, the funds? God, I love Journey. I love the people. I love how they're hungry. Would you help us to be even more hungry for more of you, that we would never settle where we're at? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the weekly podcast from Journey Christian Church. If this message was a blessing to you, be sure to click the follow button and share it with your family and friends. For more information about Journey Christian Church, please go to journeychristian.com.